Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I'm Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you this lovely day, sir? I was fine. I was fine. Yeah? And then we'll talk about it, but yeah. Yeah, you know, we come on uh, we come on down here around 10.30. We waited an extra couple minutes because we decided we were going to watch the end of the Reds game. The Cubs, the worst team in the National League Central, just beat the Reds in a series that they needed. Uh, they take the series 2-1 two to, th- two to one on a walk-off three-run home run by Jason Hayward uh, where David Bell brings in Nick Castellanos. He brings in his little short glove, you know. Just to be able to play the infield, hold the runner on at third, which didn't know nothing at all. Anyway, so the Reds are on what uh, most people would call a little bit of a slump here, brother. Mm -hmm. And we were tied for the wild card going into today. We lost for the second second wild card. We lost tied with the San Diego Padres, who currently at the moment are up 8-1. We're going to go ahead and say they won. Sure. which is going to put them up one game. We are now a game back on the Padres and we are going into uh we're going into a St. Louis series that is in St. Louis. We all know how the Reds do against St. Louis. It's never pretty. So, here we are. Uh it's September 9th, I believe, 8th, whatever day today is. We're a game back. It's not like the world's over. However, the the longer, the less games that become available to us and the more losses that against bad teams, it's feeling like this season is starting to slip away, even though we're only a game back from the wild card. Right. Yep. Every day is going to be the same. I mean, every day really truly is the most important game of the season from here on out for sure. Um. But, yeah, this is the sixth, I think, fifth or sixth straight series loss yeah. for the Reds. Um, after they, I mean, the second half of the season, they were uh, one of the best teams in baseball, really. And it's been the offense, really. I mean, the last the last couple of weeks, the offense has, has not performed like they did all season. Very true. I, like I said today, Jason Hayward hit a three-run walk-off home run to win the game tonight um, against the Reds. But it was one-to-one in the tenth inning. You know what I mean? They – the the bullpen came in they between um who started the game i didn't even see who started the game uh, right? i turned it on late i was laying down anyway whoever whoever came in the bullpen and the starter from the fifth inning on the cubs didn't have a base runner and we had about six if i'm not mistaken yeah. we had we we had somebody on pretty consistently throughout yeah. So Vladimir, Vladimir Gutierrez started the game. Gutierrez started, yeah. And then so uh and we had, you know, six hits, one run, um, quite a few runners left on base. It's it's getting more and more difficult to watch these guys when they're not hitting. Because when they hit, they are fun to watch. But I guess that's any any ball club that you go out there and see, but they've got so much potential. You've seen Naquin catch fire, you've seen Farmer catch fire, you've seen Vado catch fire. You've seen Castellanos catch fire. And Castellanos has still been hitting. Castellanos is still hitting the ball. Yeah. Votto's still hitting the ball around. He had another home run today. 
but it's you're not seeing two guys doing it at the same time. You know what I mean? It was Naquin and Vado. It was Castellanos and Winker at the beginning. Mm-hmm. It was uh, for a while. It was Naquin and Farmer that mm-hmm. that picked us up for a little while. So a lot of the days it was three or four guys. Yeah, exactly. So Jonathan India had another multi-hit home run, or not multi multi-hit game. Um, is today. Jo- so Jonathan India, his biggest, uh, the guy who's coming up on him for rookie of the year, the only, the only potential uh, that that looks like is out there is the Schwindel, right, for the Cubs, the Schwindel kid, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. I mean, Jonathan, that that is going to be one good thing that comes out of this season is is Jonathan India at this point in time. I've got to believe has locked up that rookie of the year. I would think so, and the and the leadoff spot too. Well, that's the, that's the point. That's that's what I'm saying. Like the fact that he came in, he has he is hitting leadoff and starting every day for a team that's in contention. Mm-hmm. It's easy to bat second or third for a last place team and have a really good year when they're not pitching to anybody else. So it's no big deal what happens with this rookie, right? So you got nothing, no pressure, no nothing like that. So it's a little different for this other kid, for the Cubs. Jonathan India, to do this leading off, he earned the leadoff, the leadoff spot. They didn't just give it to him. He earned it, and he has not let it slip away. Yeah. And phenomenal defense. The guy is just a hard-nosed, tough ball player. He's hurt. It looks like he's hurt. He's always being looked at by a trainer in the dugout, and he's always going back out and getting a hit right after the trainer rubs him down a little bit. Yep, like you said, plays every day. Uh, I don't know that when the last time he's gotten a day off, but, um, man, he's he's a fun kid to watch. I, I was at the game. I went to my first game of the year, by the way. Hey, atta um, boy. <laughs> uh, and it was – he made – they won. They ended up winning, I think it was 7-4 or something like that. But he made a – yeah – it was in the I think it was in the ninth, eighth or ninth inning. He made a play on a ball before they scored a couple more runs. I think they were up one at the time, and the um, who were they playing? Uh, I don't know. Right Pro- before, probably right the Marlins. The, um, was it the Mar? No, right before the Cubs. Boy, I man, was just, look yeah. at you, bud. Yeah, it was the Marlins. Uh, it was the Marlins. <clears throat> So anyway, no Detroit. Detroit, that's who it was. It was oh, Detroit. you went to go see Cabrera. You got to see Miggy. I saw. I saw Cabrera. Yep. Um, nice. Yep. That was Probably cool. the last time Reds fans will ever get to see that guy play. Yeah. Uh, he he got on. Yeah, I think he walked, and I was kind of I, I was watching he and Vado converse. Did, did was, you see when he was playing first base and India got on first? Did you see? Did we talk about this last week? Uh, so. India's on first base. I'm watching the game, and this is Miguel Cabrera, right? Like, Miguel Cabrera is always smiling. The guys, I mean, I'd be smiling too if I'm the the, the only person to win a triple crown since Ted Williams or since uh, Carly Stripsky. Yeah. But anyway, um, so the guy has been phenomenal his whole career. He knows this is his last year. He's pretty much been talking about it like this is kind of going to be his last year or maybe next year. But the way he talks seems like this year's it. Uh, he always talks to people at first base. Him and Vado – uh, had some good conversations over there, it seemed like. But India gets a base hit. India roll. he's over there, and I, they got the camera on him over there, and Cabrera is giggling. Now, what is he doing? He turns around, looks at Jonathan India, takes his finger and starts playing with his hair. <laughs> <laughs> it was the funniest thing I ever saw in my life. That's uh, funny. Um, yeah, but uh, that that was – it was fun to – it was fun to see Miguel Cabrera. Um, but anyway, Jonathan India made – made like a diving play 
to save two runs late in the game. And then I think the Reds scored at right after that and, and got themselves a little bit of breathing room. But yeah. he made a big-time play. He had two hits in that game, and he made a big-time play to save a couple of runs. And, uh, I mean, I, I'll tell you what, as good as a lot of these guys have been, Jonathan India, I could probably make an argument for as as much as anybody else is the MVP of this team this year because he's in that leadoff spot. By the way, I heard today – the Reds' leadoff spot has produced the most runs of any spot in the lineup, um, and it's you know it's been mostly India for the second half of the yeah, season. Yeah, like all India. Yeah, and um, so it, it, it's I don't know he he's he's really really impressed me a lot, um, but it, right now it's it's I guess his two hits a game is not enough because the the Reds are are putting up about a run and a half two runs a game over the last no two doubt. weeks. No doubt. Yeah, it's just not working. So, and and to to answer the question, Mister Adams, uh, out there, out there in uh, in TV land, I cannot help uh, but shake my knee all the time. My legs are always going crazy. I have no idea why. Uh, you have I've restless leg syndrome. Reg- restless leg, or something like that. I, uh, I've told the story on the podcast before. My dad's the same way. We're sitting watching a Xavier game one day. It's like a nervous. It's not a nervous thing. It's just happens. We're sitting watching a Xavier game and. Just uh, shaking away, and the lady behind us goes, you guys need a beer. Like, we got one. And she's like, you need another beer because you guys are shaking like crazy back here. I don't know why I shake my knee. I don't know why I'm always bouncing the knee around. It just happens. I think I do that sometimes, too. Um, (laughs) You do always do that. It's constant. I can't stop it. It is what it is. That's okay. Um, But, yeah, I I don't know. It's You know what? Going into the game tonight, I also saw it was still – you know how they do the – they project the percentage uh, chance that you can that you make the playoffs yeah, yeah, or whatever? Yeah, the chances you make in the playoffs. It takes into consideration who you got left to play, where you're at in, those, in the standings, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The Reds were at – going into tonight's game, the Reds were still at 55%, and the next highest was, I, I guess, San Diego, and they were like 14% or something like it that. It had to be higher than that. Really? Yeah. They were only a – they were only a – they were a half a game back. I think the I think the Padres no schedule going into the game we were even we were even going into this game yeah I know but I mean I think the Padres schedule is so much more difficult than the Red schedule coming oh up. I, I gotcha gotcha okay yeah um, so yeah. I, I mean I I still am hoping that that's gonna help us out but I mean they they've played Detroit they've played Miami they've played the Cubs a couple of times and they're losing these series I mean a one out of three is not good enough to no. at the end the stretch run here. Nope, and it's not going to get any easier because to, to finish this thing out, we got We go to St. Louis, Pittsburgh. You have to sweep Pittsburgh because you've got pit six games. Six of your next uh, twelve games are against Pittsburgh. You have to sweep Pittsburgh. You got to take one from the Dodgers and you got to take two from St. Louis. And and to be honest, and, and I feel I really feel that way. We've been talking about how having to sweep Pittsburgh at the end of this and taking series and this, that, the other, and they're not doing what they need to do. They're they're lucky that everybody else is slacking because Philadelphia is still two games back, uh, and St. Louis is still in this thing. They're three and a half, four games back too. So it's not like I mean St. Louis is out to to get something. They 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 are still playing for something in their minds right now because of the fact that San Diego has such a tough schedule ahead of them. They don't feel like jumping two two teams is going to be that difficult, even though there's only three weeks left in the, in the season. So, 
I'm uh, this series against St. Louis is going to be huge. Yeah. And they're right. If the Reds and Padres both keep playing the way they're playing right now, St. Louis is going to get that second wild card. Yep. And nobody's uh, not and a lot it's of people be, are here. We go. Right Dig on St. Louis Cardinals and all the Cardinals fans are talking about how much they. This is a terrible team, and da, 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 da. every Cardinals fan I know is making every every excuse they can. And here they come at the end of the season, sneaking right up in this thing. And I'm going to be. So, oh, I'm not going to be able to go to work because. Another guy at work is a huge St. Louis Cardinals fan. Anyway, but uh, speaking of the Dodgers game, before we go any further, I want to tell everybody, if you're in Cincinnati, uh, we're Cincinnati-based podcast. If you're listening to this this long into this podcast and you're not from Cincinnati, then I don't know why you're listening to the podcast anyway. Uh, We do talk about other stuff. But Oktoberfest is next weekend. So it's going to be – I mean, obviously, if you're you're, – haven't had your 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 vaccine and you're scared of the virus you probably don't want to go to this but if you're you're good you feel you feel loose you feel goosey you're you want to be outside have a couple cocktails on friday night from nine to midnight i'll be slanging i'll be slanging cold ones at the uh sam adams booth for the oak hills girls golf team so come on by throw a couple dollars in the pot for the uh for the oak hills girls there you go Right on, I uh, I know uh, I know an Oak Hills uh, lady golfer now as well. Oh, do you? Yeah. Nah, from the basketball team. Yes. Nice. Good for you. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I guess. <laughs> All right. So I don't know if there's that much more to talk about with the Reds than that, right? I mean, the the bullpen pitched phenomenal phenomenal today. Sessa came in and pitched good. Givens came in and pitched good. Um, Brad Brock, not so much. Well, you got put in a tough position. You know, this whole bull crap with you get a free guy on first. I mean, the Reds got it first and we didn't get the we didn't do anything with it. So, but it's it, I hate it. I've made it very clear. I'm not going to get deep into this thing again. But you get put into a different different type of situation that that's not necessarily fair for that reliever because they didn't do anything, and the person before them didn't do anything to put that runner in that position. Yeah. Anyway, I understand it. I know. It's still an inherited runner, and it's still scored, and that's the way it goes. It's I mean. ridiculous. But it, it, whose earned run is that? That can't be an earned run, right? I would think so. How can I, that be an earned run? Nobody. Th- that guy got on. He did not get on via a hit, via a walk. Therefore, you, you gave up the hit that – let him score. I mean, you gave up the hit that let him score, but if you're a reliever and you come into a game and there's a runner on second, that's not your earned run. And it's not the earned run of the pitcher that came in before you because he just had a one, two, three inning in the ninth. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's not. Maybe it's, it's not considered. It has to run. be unearned. There's it's zero chance. It has to be unearned. Anyway, uh, Besides that, so so the NFL is playing this weekend, buddy. We've got so we've got a couple things left to do here today. We've got NFL picks. We've got our Mount Rushmore, which is going to be fun. And I am so excited about the last segment. I'm not. I'm going to close my eyes while I talk about this because I don't want to look at Adam. We've got our comedy segment to do at the end of this. Stay tuned, please. Um, so NFL. Every single year, Adam and I get together. We every single week we choose three teams against the spread. Now this is choosing the teams on Wednesday. Games start on Sunday. Well, Thursday technically. Um, most of what I what we'll pick is probably going to be Sunday games, but could be a Thursday game. So we pick this against the spread 
Saturday night around 10, 30, 11 o'clock on the, uh, just off the ESPN app. Nothing special, just jumping on the ESPN app. So this we always make a bet on this to see uh, to see who the winner the winner whoever gets the most correct. And uh, I believe was it was it push ups? Is that what you had to do for last time? And then I got had to do push ups again too. Is that what it was? Maybe or was it the because it wasn't comedy? No. Or was it? Was it comedy? Maybe it was comedy. comedy. Can't, we, we both have had to do comedy, haven't we? we have. Yeah, I don't. Maybe it was we had to do a, a couple minutes comedy. Anyway, so we have to come up with a bet. All right, so that's where we uh, look forward to everything you guys out there in Radio Land have to, or Podcast Land, or whatever you call it, uh, have to have to say to us because we'd love for to get your guys's uh, advice and and tell us what you think we should bet in order on this on this podcast. One time uh, it was I had to wear a speedo. Uh, got to wear a speedo. Got to wear a speedo. Yes, Adam was very excited because I stood right next to him. Uh, there's been push-ups. Whoever lost had to do 100 push-ups during the show. We've had to sing a cappella, uh, which is the current bet for uh, what we have going on with the Bengals schedule with Mr. Andre Edwards from last week's podcast, which didn't make it to the Face Tube Live, so I apologize for that. But you can catch it on Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and all other podcast platforms that are out there. Just search Nosebleeds Sports Podcast. That's it. On that, Adam Schmidt, have you looked at any NFL games? I know you're ready to go. I'm ready to go. I picked mine. I'm glad you are, my friend, because me, I'm going to throw this thing off the hip like I usually do. Well, uh, you, you've beaten me, I think, more years than not. Uh so, or at least last year, I think you. Yeah, last I just year, at least one last year. Yep. Um, so you're do, you're doing fine with that. But would you like to go first then? No, I don't want to go first. Not even a little bit. <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell you this might be the the year in the NFL that I have done the least amount of research in a season. Is, is this has been especially fantasy football wise? We just had our fantasy football draft last night mm-hmm. for what the the same the league that me and Adam are in. I'm in five. Fantasy football leagues again, oh and boy. it's just oh gosh, I don't even care who plays anymore. Like it means nothing to me. <laughs> I don't care. I get on. I look at people. I I play fantasy football like my dad plays fantasy basketball. He doesn't know anybody. He will drop Patrick Mahomes or he'll drop sorry fantasy basketball. <laughs> he'll drop drop Dame Lillard because he's going to be out for two weeks just because he wants somebody on his bench to get some points. You know what I mean? <laughs> He did well. And he always he does good, well. but he's got no conscience. He doesn't care about anything, and he kicks butt in, in, in fantasy basketball. So That's the way to do it, I, I guess. think I'm going to do that this year. I'm not dropping Pat Mahomes on by any means. Don't get me wrong. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I think I'm going to play a little differently this year. So, anyway, I'm going to let you go first, brother. Who are you taking? Where is it at? What's the spread? Before I do this, let me just say again, because I know you are going to – you're going to eliminate three games from your choices. Don't do that. We can pick the same games. We can pick the same teams. I think we can do that. If you want to adjust yeah, your uh, you know, adjust your strategy toward the end of the year or whatever, fine. But I think it's totally fine if we pick the same. Because we're not going to pick throughout the year. We're not going to pick the same ones all the time, sure. of course. So, sure. So don't be afraid to pick because I'm going to feel bad if I no, go first. No, you're good. You, you just start reading them off. I'm, I'm not even looking at these things yet. I don't know what I want to do. Chris, the Chiefs are a six-point favorite at home against the Browns. 
in week one. Really and, good Browns team. Yeah, really good Browns team. Great defense. This Browns team, the the, the defense this year is going to be what I think is going to surprise a lot of people. Obviously, their running game um, is phenomenal, but you watch this defense. They can they can they are a typical hard nosed AFC team. They can run the football and they've got great defense. Having said that, I'm taking the Chiefs. Taking the Chiefs, laying taking six in Kansas City. It's probably a good idea. Uh, second game is Pittsburgh. Our good friends in Pittsburgh at our good friends in Buffalo. Uh, the Williams are six and a half point favorites, and I'm taking them. T- taking the Buffalo Williams. All right, we got two home favorites. Now, Seattle. Last but not least. Oh, Seattle, man. You lived and died by Seattle. You died a lot. You picked Seattle a lot last year. I did. Seattle is a a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road in Indy to start the the year. I'm taking Indy. I'm taking Indy. Wow. He's taking the home dog, man. All right. Home dog. All right, home dog it is. So he's got the Colts minus or Colts plus two and a half. Colts are my home dogs. Adam is taking uh, the Buffalo Williams, uh, otherwise known as the Bills, minus six and a half at home, and he is taking the Kansas City Chiefs. At what point do the Kansas City Chiefs have to change their logo? Yeah, it's got to be soon, right? Is it? I mean, well, but why though? Is it is it degrading? Is saying Chiefs is that degrading? Probably. <laughs> In what way? I feel like Chief is. All I gotta I, do you is, know what I would do? All I gotta do is drop the eye. You know what? Chef. You know what I would do if I was Kansas City? What's that? I would just be like, no, we are still the Chiefs, but I just would be like, uh, I don't know. Is there a, like a police chief? I just get like a police symbol. But then if it's if it's offensive to the to the Native Americans, wouldn't it be offensive to the police officers? I don't know that answer. Um, I'm just getting into something (laughs) silly for no reason because I don't know who I'm going to take in this. All right, so on that note, I'm going to go ahead and throw this thing out. The first thing I'm going to do is look at – I don't like taking Bengals games just because of who I am and where we are and and my head is never in it. But the very first game that I'm going to look at this year, you have Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home. Tom Brady has had a phenomenal end of the season last year. His entire starting team on both sides of the ball are back. That's insane, number one. Number two, their defense is ridiculous. And number three, they've had an entire offseason to prepare. I am going to go with Tom Brady, and I'm going to take – Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus eight and a half against Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are good this year. I don't think they're unbelievable. I don't think they're anything special. I mean, they've got uh, they've got some stars, right? They've got Dak Prescott, they've got Amari Cooper, they've got Ezekiel Elliott, and probably the best offensive lineman in the game, which the entire Dallas Cowboys have all said is the best player on their team. Problem is. He's got COVID. He's not playing tomorrow. As of right now, he's not playing. He may, he's got to have two negative tests before they'll let him play. And they are testing him like Jerry Jones is like, I'm going to test him every 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to have a sore nose. Yes, man. he is, my friend. Um, all right, so that's uh, that game is tomorrow. So if you're listening to this, sorry, you're not going to be able to get my three burger because um, you may be a little bit late. But catch it out early. 
otherwise, what it's really about is me not having to do whatever bet you uh, you wonderful fans come up with me and Adam having to do. Three burger. Yeah, you ever get that three burger? <laughs> All right. I don't know. Uh, next, uh, I think I'm going to look at, let's see, you know, I, I like, I always like going for a road dog and I'm going to take the Monday night game. I'm going to take the Raiders plus four and a half. I think Baltimore wins this game, but I think it's a close game. I think this is a field goal game and I think, uh, that puts the Raiders, over with the plus four and a half, so I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take the home dog in Vegas, and let's see. That's gonna bring me to my very last game of the week. And um, who are we gonna take? Oh, this is an easy one. I can't believe I didn't see this. Los Angeles Rams beat the Chicago Bears by 187 points. So I will take them minus seven and a half. So it'll be like they beat them by 169.5 points. Okay. If you're listening to this, tell me how my math just did because I don't remember what my first number was, but I tried to subtract seven and a half from it. Do you want to make a uh, Do you want to make a side bet that they don't beat them by however many thousands of points you just said? I said hundreds. Oh, hundreds. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even hundreds. It's a hundred ah. with eighty-seven on the end of it. Okay, okay. Side bet. Side bet. I bet they beat them by three full touchdowns. So are we talking 18 points or are we talking the, the extra 21 points, well? points? 21. Wow. I, I'll tell you what. I will give you I'll, 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 t- I'll give you 21 points I'll in that game. I'll I'm going to give you Bears. I'm going to no, I'm going to give you 20 and a half cuz if they win by 21, I want I, I I deserve that. I'll yeah. give you 20 and a half. I'll do that. You taking it? Yep. All right, what are we betting? Um, I don't know. Uh I like the I like the 50 push. Let's do 50 push-ups cuz 100 100 was a lot. 100 is a lot. 50 push-ups on the podcast. Okay. 50 uh, push-ups on the podcast. I'm dude, I'm totally comfortable with this bet. Okay. Hey, I don't know if you remember who uh who the new quarterback in Chicago is, but it's uh <laughs> yeah, I do know who the quarterback in Chicago is. Once again, you want to bump this thing to 28 it's points? The red, <laughs> <laughs> the red rifle. Yes. <laughs> 21. 20, 20 and a half. 20 and a half is what I'm is what I'm uh getting from Adam. Seven and a half is what Vegas is gonna give me. I'm gonna take both and take the Los Angeles Rams at home. Fifty push ups. I'm excited. <laughs> there we go. There we go. All, All right, right, man. Got our picks. Yeah. Week one. We're moving pretty quick through this, uh, which is means that we're gonna bring ourselves to probably my favorite part of the podcast anymore. Um and that's the Mount Rushmore. This week's Mount Rushmore, a little vague uh, from from uh, Uncle Adam, but that's okay because come comedy time, I think uh, I think Adam's vagueness might win. <laughs> so uh, over my pick of comedy. So next week might just be we just we both flip flop and we got to get through this week. So Mount Rushmore of food, Adam. This is yours because I haven't written anything down because it's gonna be too easy. I'm gonna do it right now. Okay. Mount Rushmore of food. That's number one. Uh, this is number two. Okay. There oh, should is. I just say it while I'm doing it? Yeah, I might sure as well, right? Yeah, All yeah, right. Yeah. So, uh, number one, without a doubt, is pizza. There, there's nothing better than pizza. Okay. Um, number two is bacon mm-hmm. for food. Cause I've decided that, um, 
ranch dressing is not food. I decided that myself. Okay. That's a condiment. I'm not calling that food. I was wondering where you were going to go nope, with that. Nope. Same with uh, like melted cheese. I'm not called. That's not food. I'm calling that a condiment. Condiment. Hey, when was the last time you had nachos with melted cheese in the microwave? Oh, dude. With with with, <laughs> with shredded cheese over and you and you. Uh, yeah, when was the last time? About a week and a half, maybe two weeks ago. <laughs> Listen, that was a oh, staple man. at the Wit House for a million years. If you came to the Wit House and we're having we're having a movie night or something, you were guaranteed to have a plate where you just spread out some uh, what do you call them? Just uh, tortilla chips. Tortilla chips yeah. But I would make them a thin layer. So my my mom would do a big old stack of it and then sprinkle the shredded cheese on top, put it in the microwave. But there's no cheese on the bottom. I started at one point later in life when I started to get to be about a teenager. I put a small layer of tortilla chips on the plate, sprinkle cheese, tortilla chips back on top, sprinkle the cheese, throw them in the microwave for about a minute. Man, I've got something. That's using your boiling. dog in there. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Sorry about your indigestion there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that thing is. That's what happens when you get up over two twenty or whatever. I, I don't know what I am now. So <laughs> dang, I'm so daggone big, I hardly wipe my backside. <laughs> Get out of here. No, um, but uh, yes, dude. It's probably because I eat so many so many nachos and cheese. So can I, I ask you, have you ever in your life seen anyone else do that besides the wits? Yeah. Have you? Okay, because sure. my, my wife's family used to do it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we used to do that. Did you guys? Yeah. I always thought we were the only people that did that. No, uh, and uh, so did uh, Brennan Huff in the in the first scene in uh, Step Brothers. <laughs> did he really? <laughs> yeah, he's uh. like sprinkling the cheese. Yeah, that's like the whole, like the credits are, are rolling, the opening credits are rolling. And, and he's, he's making those? Preparing the cheese. Dude, I always thought I was the only one that did that. Uh, leave a comment in the uh, YouTube or the Snapchat or wherever this thing's posted at if you've... Uh, if Almost. you grew up on if you grew up on uh if you grew up on tortilla chips with shredded cheese melted on top. Yeah. We're on the face chat or whatever it was. Uh face, I don't know. What are we tube? on here? Face tubes here. Face we got tube. we got the uh the chat snap. Uh we don't have the chat snap going yet, but that's not up and running yet. But uh Yeah, stay tuned. We'll get her moving. <laughs> and the tube face is always is always another option. I'm sorry I interrupted you. You've got uh you've got Oh, pizza bacon. Pizza, bacon, chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream. Very specific on my food choice. I kiss you on the face. Yes, chocolate chip cookie dough uh, ice cream. And then, so the fourth one is the toughest one for me. And I'm sure it's something that if I just think of it, it's just popping my head. I do know. I know exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to go with Dots Pretzels. If anybody has wow. had Dots Pretzels, Dots, dot, old Dottie, whatever. I think her name's Dottie. The old Dot, she... uh. She invented some kind of special seasoning that is about the most addictive thing you'll ever have on a twisty pretzel, and it's so good, and they're so expensive, but they're so good. Have is you that, ever had them? Yes. Have I? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what Dottie did after uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure? Must be. Must be. She went out and made some twisty pretzels, put some butter on them, covered them I guess in was, the greatest seasoning to ever live. Yeah. I guess she was able to... Because that was so successful, she was probably able to quit at Chuck's Bikerama. So, well, yeah, it was tough, I'm but sure. <laughs> yeah, it was tough for her. Well, yeah. Uh, okay, so that's a good four, man. All right, that's I a like strong it. four. All right, what do you got over there? I just put ice cream. I, my one hundred percent favorite is uh, is chocolate chip cookie dough. Of course, there is nothing um, better. Yeah, 
And then I put cookies after that. Nice. And, I like and it. Number one for me is chocolate chip cookies. There you go. Chocolate you chip. I, really, I, I do chocolate chip. I do peanut butter once in a while. Yeah. I'll do a sugar cookie. Mm. Um, Look, man, I'm so much like I'm a chocolate chip cookie guy, and that's almost it. I don't like nuts yeah. in my cookies. Mm-mm. Don't put any nuts Absolutely in there. Absolutely not. Uh, raisins? Raisins, Get disgusting. The, the the I mean, like Christmas comes around. And my mom and my mother-in-law and all my wife and the sister and sister, they all make all these sugar cookies and this, that, and the other. And little shortbreads, some icing. I don't, unless it's a sugar cookie that I, I specifically tell my kids, when you go grandma's house and you're making cookies for Christmas, you make a couple for daddy that got about a quarter inch to three quarters of an inch of icing on top. Yes, sir. That's the only way I want my sugar cookie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It better be icing with a little bit of cookie. Otherwise, give me a chocolate chip cookie. I don't want anything else. You Penn know, Station chocolate chip cookies, by the way, might be the greatest chocolate chip cookie you could ever eat. I, I We've talked about this. <laughs> I Usually a minimum of two when I go. <laughs> That's and right. I, and, I have, <laughs> and I have ordered... Only cookies from Penn, <laughs> from Station, Penn Station at DoorDash. <laughs> That's so <laughs> I've great. Had, I've had two or three cookies delivered by a DoorDash driver oh my gosh. to my house, and that's all. It, it probably cost you $20. It cost me $20. I guarantee it cost you $20. It's the best $20 I ever spent. Uh, no doubt. No doubt. I get, I've told the story before, too. I get a chocolate chip cookie every single time I order. I don't order. I don't. I purposely don't order over the phone or through the app or any of that bullcrap. I purposely go in to put my order in so I can get my cookie, wait for it to be made, and while I wait for it, I immediately unfold my little cellophane and I start eating my cookie right there in front of everybody. That's right. You're waiting for food? Daddy's eating a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine how distraught I was last week when I got on DoorDash. I was like, oh, Penn Station is going to be today. Nice. Working from home. Got on there, Penn Station, ordered my ordered my sandwich. No cookies available. I would not have ordered the sandwich. I I love Penn Station's Philly sub. I mean it's first for Cincinnati, it's the best Philly sub you're gonna get, right? However, if there's no cookie, I don't I don't need it. I I I took the sandwich off. I backed out of that out of the Penn Station. I looked through a whole bunch of other stuff. I actually put something else in my cart. He typed against that. He typed in chocolate chip cookie and just (laughs) searched up everybody that had a chocolate chip cookie. (laughs) I have done that. I definitely have done that. But I ended up going back to the Penn Station. Just got the sandwich. I was like, "What in the heck's going on? I've never seen that before." I order DoorDash religiously, and I. I've never seen it that the cookie was not available. That's ridiculous. I wouldn't have gone. I, I can't believe that you fulfilled the order. That just means i got to get four next time. That's exactly right. All right. <laughs> All right, so you got ice cream, ice cream you have cookies. cookies. <laughs> Killing it so far. Yes, yeah, yeah or, or dying so far. Um, donuts is my third one. <laughs> oh, that's a great one. So, I mean, just staying right in, uh, right in diabetes land there. Ice cream cookies and <laughs> donuts. <laughs> Donuts oh, are carrots or something. That'd be so great for I, the fourth. What's yeah. number four? <laughs> yeah, broccoli stalks. No, <laughs> um, I have. I, I was a donut. I was a donut. I was a nuts about donuts. Growing up, I got them so much, and uh, you know, like Saturday morning, we would we would go into my dad's room and in my mom and dad's room and wake my dad up at 
you know, who knows what it was, 6, 6.30, 7 o'clock, can we get donuts was the first, first thing, thing every out of Saturday everybody's morning. mouth. To, 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 and then when he would let us do that, get donuts, come back, 9 a.m. as Pee Wee's Playhouse is coming on, and all the other good Saturday morning cartoons, and I'm shoving my face with – with cream filled and the chocolate and the glaze and oh boy mount rushmore food uh going so great so real quick to let you know on the donut side of things there was a point in my life where i had to i had to i had to have a little conversation with my wife about maybe it's time to stop eating donuts oh i was uh i was <laughs> i may or may not have been addicted to crispy cream donuts mm. I went into and, – and it's not like I've got a Krispy Kreme with the hot and ready sign. I don't care if it's hot and ready. That means zero to me at all. I just say Krispy Kreme, I'm good. I've dri- I've been with my wife. We've driven by in, – in Florida, driven by a Krispy Kreme. And she goes, oh, I wish the light was on. And I was like, who cares? <laughs> we just pulled right in. Better. There's no line. Yeah. <laughs> who cares? So chocolate-covered glazed. I would get one chocolate-covered. It used to be two chocolate-covered glazed in one – chocolate cream filled donut and then they came out with this like it was a glazed cream filled chocolate covered donut oh my god oh geez i'm I'm about to be i'm about to be right back on i'm I'm about about to fall off the wagon or jump on the wagon one or two i don't know how it works but i'm about to do something because it was i'm not kidding you five days a week three donuts every single morning and chocolate milk and and we don't have a Krispy Kreme on the west side of Cincinnati. No, you got to eat it from Speedway. You got to get yep, yep. Or I think you can get it from Kroger or whatever. You buy it in the box, room temp. But I'm a hundred percent with you. I mean, yeah, it's it's delicious and stuff if you warm it up. But I don't ever, I don't do that. I don't warm it up. No way, I don't man. Do that either. I like my glaze like chipping off. So there's a couple yeah, yeah, little yeah. pieces left when I'm done, and there's a couple pieces while I'm driving down the road. There's a piece or two of hard glaze laying on my uh, laying on my lap. Yep. Oh my gosh. Yep. Or a hard piece of chocolate right next to it. Oh, I got myself a little And then you ooh, get to, so you my get hands to your, start shaking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. You get to your destination, you get up, there was one all the way underneath the, the undercarriage oh, and that, that snuck buddy. over there and you just pick that bad boy up. As long as it didn't, as long as it didn't melt in your pants, make it look like you dropped it like you dropped a little shard on <laughs> yourself. Right. That's right. But I'm with you. I think that I think the glaze is a little bit better when it's just a little bit hardened on there. You know, and, and it's not because it's yeah. not dripping off. It's messier and stuff. Yeah. When it's dripping off and yeah. it's all hot and everything. I'm 100% with you on that. How many times do you think you've ever had a little bit of chocolate, got down in the undercarriage while eating Krispy Kremes on the way somewhere, not know, and then had somebody think that you had a little shard accident? A, 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 a good amount. I bet that's happened. Good I mean, I talk about pooping my pants all the time, and I talk about pooping all the time. So I it's not a big deal. I guarantee I people probably go, probably look and go, <laughs> he didn't even know he did it this time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I want some donuts. I've been get, you know, early in the pandemic when I was working from home every single day and I wasn't going anywhere or seeing anyone, and I just just shoveled junk into my face constantly. <laughs> I would I would get I would order the the donut places around us you can't normally I, I there there were a couple times but I think they changed it pretty quickly you can't order like individual donuts to be delivered you have to order them like a dozen or a half dozen at a time I would have to order <laughs> a dozen donuts that's what I ate all day long oh, a dozen man. donuts oh man speaking of can we do a real quick uh, R I P we haven't done an R I P in a while yeah 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 uh, R I P St Lawrence Bakery 
Yeah. Hundred something years. Yeah, that broke uh, my heart, man. I, I used to stop there and I used to take donuts to people all over the city of Cincinnati. The little, they're they're small. They were delicious. The 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 uh, glazed twists that they had were great. The chocolate covered twists were great. Uh, a lot of people love their cream horns. I mean, just uh, phenomenal donuts. And uh, unfortunately, I don't I don't know the whole story. I, I used to go there quite a bit. I never did ask. All of a sudden. They were gone. I um, I probably had something to do with pandemic, man. It's I'm one sure. of those one of those little places that uh, just could never recover, unfortunately. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Shout out Saint La- Saint Lawrence Bakery. Uh, what was the segment? It was it was R.I.P. No, yeah, I thought it was. No, it was, it was uh, rest in peace. Or re- no, no, it was dearly departed. Dearly departed. <laughs> that was the old segment we used to do. Yes, the dearly departed. Yes. All right. Uh, and we always laughed through Dearly Departed, which is the <laughs> worst thing in the world. We talk about a sports player that died and laughed the whole time. Uh, uh, they love that, right? I mean, it's, it's all about the happiness that that person or that, or that bakery brought to us. So St. Lawrence Bakery, Dearly Departed. Thank you for the, thank you for the uh, future diabetes. All right, that's three, bud. What do you got for number that's four? Three. Number four, I just put – I don't know if it's going to count because it's – I, I can't just put chili because there are so many different variations, and the one that I am I well, enjoy. I put the chocolate most. chip cookie dough ice cream. I got specific. I think you're okay with getting specific with your type of chili. Well, it's Skyline chili. Oh well, we know what chili it is. It's sky- <laughs> if you <laughs> listen to chili. the podcast, then you know that Adam eats Skyline chili. Actually, those four things are basically what he eats in a week like that's there's yeah. not much else in his diet this i would is, assume matter of fact let me do this outside of the penn station outside of the penn station sandwich that he'll get with the with the cookie for the most part it's just his diet yeah let me let me just put the days of the week ahead of yeah, this my, and then this is my this is my dinner list for yep. the week and so, then uh in skyline gets uh thursday monday and if they get three days right they're well, thursday friday saturday skyline's every friday for sure sometimes right. on saturday as well sometimes yeah. on sunday as well um <laughs> but anyway all right ice cream cookies donuts skyline chili for me there you go because because skyline chili any person from outside of cincinnati will tell you well they'll just tell you it's not chili but it's a very different kind of chili sure it's cincinnati style chili uh, the Mount Rushmore food. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Congratulations, Adam. That was terrific. Um, Thank you, Andre Edwards. Uh, yeah, Andre Edwards. Yeah, last week uh, during the podcast, pretty much threw that out to us while he was telling us all about the Bengals. So um, this is going to bring us to the conclusion, basically, of our podcast today, which is the normally going to be the segment we do where we watch a comedy special, talk about what we watched. Adam, I chose a fella that popped up on my Netflix by the name of Soon, or of what was it? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Lee Su Jun, Jun, whatever. How'd you say his name? Here, here's the thing. <laughs> even even though I watched the entire thing. You watched that whole thing? Watched the whole thing. Don't lie to me. I did. I still don't know how to pronounce his name or any of the other people involved in that show. Because name. they always say the last name first, so it, it screws it all and up. And they off say the it bat. so fast, and it's such a different. It's so different yeah. than English. I don't understand. So it. here's the deal: the whole thing was in Korean. He he's a Korean comedian, and the whole thing was in a different language with subtitles, and I couldn't do it, man. He came out flipping around a codfish. Trying to go fishing in 
and and then he threw on a gold running man suit and had his had his one buddy who said a few english words uh come out there and do a little dance yeah the guy who was singing the very first song said a few english words and uh and i turned it off because i there's no point i I couldn't laugh there's no point in i was reading too much to even think about laughing yeah so I guess if you watched the whole thing, bud, how'd you, how did you rate it? Um, well, I didn't until right this very second uh, because I don't know how. Because I agree with you. It was hard to keep up because, you know, he, he's speaking Korean and, and it's, you know, obviously fluent and, and quick and everything. And I have to keep up with the subtitles. So I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time keeping up with the subtitles and watching all the – you know, I, I he did the gold suit change. I, the, I stopped watching much I, after that. So I, if he had more people come on stage with him, like his whole crew or something, I don't know yeah. nothing about it. No, he didn't. But he did some some like he took questions from the audience at the end, and um, but it wasn't so. It was hard enough to keep up with the subtitles, but also I think there's a different type of humor sure yeah and the, it's lost in translation you hear that word that that yeah. that was a movie on that it's lost in translation i mean it's not going to be as funny because the way he said it in korean the way it transfers over it translates over through your tv trying to put subtitles in doesn't come through the same way it was it was hard to keep up there were a couple times that i was like oh, okay yeah i can see that you know i i get it because i kept up just barely enough with the joke yeah man it was hard I, he's probably a funny guy but i don't know <laughs> so it's the truth we'll never know I, <laughs> we will never know unless i meet someone who speaks korean and can can translate the entire thing for me but even so I think I'm just going to give it a 2.0. Good for him for earning a, a Netflix special. Yeah. And he's already talking he was already talking about the next one, wanting to do another one and Yeah, I'm sure it'll be great. Just don't come up on my on my Netflix, please. That's all I ask. <laughs> oh, that was terrible. Man, so horrible. Your your Mount Rushmore was way better. All right, so that comes up. We have to do a Mount Rushmore for next week and a comedy special for next week. You've got a rate You've got to rate. Okay, this I give it a zero. <laughs> I don't. I couldn't understand him. He was in Korean. It's a zero. You lose, man. I'm sorry. It has nothing to do with you. But I turned it off after five minutes. So you lose. Good day, sir. Good day, sir. All right. So now we have. Uh, so there, there you go, bud. So you want to? Do you have a comedy segment in mind? I do. All right, brother. That's good to hear. What do you got? Just released this week. I believe. Gentleman by the name of Shane Gillis. Mm. Um, he's uh, he, he's he's made the podcast rounds lately. He's friends with all the New York guys. I guess he's a New York comic. Yeah. Um, friends with all those guys. He's been on the he was on the bonfire last week. Uh-huh. Um, I haven't listened to that in a while. Yeah, so he he's friend I think he's friends with both those guys. Um and uh yeah, yeah. Pretty pretty funny from what I've seen on podcasts. I want to see a stand-up. It's called Shane Gillis Live in Austin. Live in Austin. Okay. I like uh, it. On YouTube, by the way. On YouTube. Shane Gillis. G-I-L-L-I-S. Live in Austin. Yes. On YouTube. All right. So after you get done watching 
actually grew up on the same street as you and had a brother named Sean. Isn't that amazing? Hey, is it Lonneman? Oh, no, it's Gillis. Gillis. Sorry. Oh, uh, the Lonneman. Shane, Shane and Sean. Shane's Sean and Shane. Did you call him Shane and Sean or did you call him Sean and Shane? I always said Sean and Shane. Sean Shane, you said Sean. If you said Sean and Shane, I probably said Sean. Michael and Shane. Short, I think you say Shane and Sean, but I, I always you say Sean and Shane. Shane, Sean, Shane, Sean. You know what's crazy? I don't know I, 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 don't, I don't know where anybody that I used to play with back in the day, like when I was a kid and on that street, mm. I don't know where any of those people are today. Use the face too. I think my sister ran into uh, Michael Short. Remember Michael Short? He lived out at the end. He didn't live on Duber. He was the little soccer player. That came down. He lived right at the top of Greenwell, right by right by Duber. Huh. I don't, but anyway, there I, you go. maybe I would if I saw. Him. Anyway, I I don't know if I would even recognize him. It'd be <laughs> cool if I did though. I miss those dudes, man. We had some good times. Yeah. Oh, Rico, Rico. Remember Rico come down? Rico from down the street. Rico. I don't know. You don't remember Rico? I don't think I do. Man, you don't remember anybody. I know. He was literally I, the only black guy on the street. Rico. I don't think I don't, I don't I don't have I I remember something about somebody putting maybe like a dead cat or a dead bird in somebody's mailbox one time. Any any uh no. ring any bells? No. No. Nope. Right. Ring a bell to me, bub. All right. Maybe I had a dream and made that up. Although bandit used to kill dead birds in the backyard like crazy, so somebody bandit. probably did. We used to take tennis balls and chuck them up in the air cuz we had a bunch of bats that lived in the barn, the old barn behind us. Uh-huh throw tennis balls up at night and then the bats would come all the way down you just jump on the ground and lay down and they would like brush your back as you're laying down trying to chase the tennis balls that was a blast <laughs> all right anyway enough of that so i have to come up with and this is going to be based off of what we did today my mount rushmore for next week my mount rushmore is going to be the mount rushmore of chocolate chip cookies Ooh. I've got a couple in mind, but I'm going to have to do some research on this one. Yeah. I, I Yeah, so do I. So do I, because I have a, a container of the ones that are almost definitely going to be on mine uh, on top of my refrigerator right now. So when you get – that tells me that you get cookies, you open them and put them into a container? No. Somebody made you. Somebody's homemade cookies? No purchased the container that it was purchased in oh okay container was purchased that makes more sense <clears throat> yeah okay now i gotta think of what cookies come in a container yeah because it's not really a i wouldn't really call it a package i wouldn't call it a bag it's definitely not that it's, it's got a it's, lid it's, it's, a, it's a it's a lid it's a it's a folded container yeah 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 plastic I have zero idea what chocolate chip cookie you're talking about right now but we will find that. out next week Yes, sir. Next week on the Nosebleed Sports Podcast, check Shane Gillis live in Austin. From YouTube, you'll have the Mount Rushmore of chocolate chip cookies. And, of course, don't forget to turn your headlights on.